down Fanchies. I didn't know if y'all would even expect to hear our lovely voices once again on this channel. But here we are. Welcome to Banshee. We're coming back to Banshee. We took a vacation. We went away. I went to Arizona. Lynx went over to Jersey. And, you know, we've just been doing our thing. And we decided it was time to take a little trip back. A little trip back to Banshee. We're going to do a little bit of a where are they now kind of special. There's a lot of stuff going on with a lot of the actors over in the world of Banshee. And a lot of you on Twitter and stuff have been very interested to know what are some of your favorite people going to be doing next? Where can you find them? Where can you see them? And that's what we're going to answer for you tonight and just give you a quick little rundown of some places to keep an eye out. So we decided it'd be a good little time to get the band back together and do a little special episode of Welcome to Banshees. So what up, everybody? Welcome back. I'm one of your hosts, Don Mega, and joined with me, as always, is Link. So what up, y'all? going on dx omega how you been buddy it's great to be back in banshee with you brother i know right it's it's, it's been a minute we uh <laughs> we left on a very good note <laughs> you know we, we, we wrapped this baby up we talked about four awesome seasons of banshee and uh you know we said goodbye <laughs> and then but you know we still talk about this show Privately, you know, we still see a lot of people, a lot of interest on the Twitter world and stuff like that. Um, people still going back, finding this podcast and listening, and and it's just been awesome, you know. And and we definitely want to just quickly say thanks and just appreciate everybody that still supports the show and and spreads love and any of new viewers out there that have come across it and subscribe to either the iTunes podcast or listen on Red Dragons Radio and. You know, it, it's a, it was a really fun podcast to do. We were here every week uh, during that fourth season, really breaking it down, the fourth and final season. And, uh, and of course, our season one through three wrap-up. Uh, it's been awesome. And uh, But, you know, we've been trying to think of a way to come back to Banshee. And it's kind of hard because, I mean, there's not much else to, you know, really come back and discuss. What do you do, another recap again? <laughs> I mean, you know, like, yeah. one year later, let's talk about the show again. <laughs> Um, it, it makes hey. it, it makes it a little bit difficult, but uh, we should do an anniversary every year. <laughs> just come in, just you know, keep the show alive. Right. When did the fourth season premiere? January first <laughs> or January fourth or something? It was supposed to. Oh yeah, they moved it back, back and went to, to April. April. Yeah. So, and we have speculations about that now. We, we never knew back then. You know, we so had speculations it, then, but <laughs> I th I think we got our answers now. Yeah. Yeah. So. You know, so a, a good way to come back and do a little something special for you is, is like I said, you know, I'm going to call this the uh, Where Are They Now episode. Um, yeah, obviously, the show is done, so everybody's moving on, picking out new projects, and signing on to new things. And um, if you know me on my other podcast, you know I do Am I on the Air, which is your weekly stop shop for all your entertainment news and television and movies and i've been doing a lot of reporting on a lot of these guys over the past several months of you know hey you're gonna see so and so here and you're gonna see so and so there and we've been talking about it a lot kind of privately um and we had another casting announcement drop yesterday on one of the banshee characters and i just started to get this itch i was like man you know everybody's popping up in all these different places and we should probably get the word out there and, and let them know. And, you know, we've used the Twitter account to try to tweet out some things and let you guys know, hey, here's where you can find this guy and here's where you can look for this guy. Um, but here's kind of a, a nice little roundup of, uh, you know, where you could see these people. Maybe a couple big things that you might have already seen that you didn't even know these people were in because, you know, you watched it before they got popular, um, which is something I'm coming across now where, you know, you, you, you connect with these characters and then you go back and you watch like an old movie or something. And you're like, Oh <laughs> shit, there's what's his face or, yeah. you know, whatever, which is kind of cool. I mean, can I just say I've come across Kai like three different times already <laughs> since <laughs> uh, the, the, the one that pops out the fastest to me, I think is uh the prequel, The Thing, yes. from 2011. I was going to say it was going to be The Thing, because I know on Way Off Topic, you guys spent a lot of time on talking about The Thing. And uh, so, yeah, Kai Proctor. Well, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> it wasn't the best. 
the thing, but hey, it was Kai, you know. I enjoyed the, cool. I enjoyed that prequel very much, so I, I I liked it a lot. So I, I but that's that's one of those things that I know he's in that movie, but when I saw the movie, I hadn't seen Banshee yet, so I I don't even remember him in it at all. But you know, I'll have to go back and check that out now. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So let, let's talk about some of these guys, and we're going to, you know, I mean, there's a lot of characters through four seasons. We're going to keep it to basically the core bunch here of the people you really, truly care about. And uh, we'll start, you know, right off with our main guy here, uh, Anthony Starr, who, of course, played Lucas Hood. And um, the sad thing is here is that he doesn't have much going on um, anymore uh, right after Banshee. He jumped immediately into another show called American Gothic, and um, this show came out. It was on uh, like ABC, and um, yes. and it just kind of came out of nowhere. It was like a quick little summer show, and it looked okay, but I didn't even realize he was even in the damn show <sighs> until probably episode four or five, and I came across an uh, a tweet from like a. a like an entertainment site um, talking about TV shows, and it said, like, this week's review on American Gothic, and the picture in the article was of Lucas Hood. And I was like, In the same damn truck almost. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like... Why is he in on this picture? Do they mess up and like throw him on this article? Because he because he had kind of like the longer hair from like season four. So I'm just like, did they just grab a picture from Banshee and like throw it on this article by accident? So I looked into it and found out he was actually one of the main guys on it. So I let you know, and you actually watched several episodes of this. So you know, what, I finished what did, it. Oh, you did? You finished the whole season? Yep, I binged it uh, about a month ago. Uh, I I picked up from where I left off at see, uh, episode five. It was a thirteen part mini series, mystery series, as they called it, thirteen part mystery series. Um, but I heard that uh, uh, on a am I on the air? I believe American Gothic uh, was not picked up for another season. It was not. Unfortunately, it was canceled. Um, so no more. And our poor guy oh. here, uh, as of this point, doesn't hasn't signed on to anything else. So. Uh, he literally went straight from Banshee into American Gothic, and um, that was that was pretty much it. And he, you know, if you kind of look back on his career, there's not really much that I can even point out to you that I'd be like, hey, he was on this, and you're gonna be like, oh yeah, like I mean that's you know Banshee it was his big breaking moment, um, and you know it's kind of sad that American Gothic being on a major network uh, like ABC, you know. It, I really thought it was going to be a huge jump off for him. Or CBS actually was on CBS. Um, that's right. Yep. You, you know, but um, yeah, I was like, oh man, that's a big show for him to switch over to. But unfortunately, and you know what? I, they just to let you guys all know, if you happen to have maybe Amazon Prime, Amazon Prime just added American Gothic to its Prime service, so um, you can stream the whole series now for free through your Prime Amazon Prime Video account. Um, right now, and I actually added it to my queue, and I was gonna watch it because I, you know, I wanted to see what this was all about. And then I, you know, reported that it got canceled, and now I'm kind of like, I don't know if I want to go through this now. But um, well, here's tell, the thing. Tell though. us, tell uh, us about uh, American Gothic. Okay, so uh, it, it's basically a murder mystery kind of, uh, you know, hoity-toity upper class Bostonites. You know, uh, people like run for council. Uh, mayor stuff like that right and it's basically like all the skeletons in the closet of a of a well-to-do family uh all of a sudden anthony Starr comes in the picture and he's all rough and ragged looking because he's been living up in maine pretty much uh, in a tent somewhere for 10 years (laughs) you know i mean he had a lot of money came from wealth and he just left one day uh right after uh right after high school graduation right uh, I mean, a lot of it was like foreshadowing that, you know, he left when all these murders were going on and then they stopped when he left. But could it be him? This and that. And the the story behind it, I mean, it was a lot more than Anthony Starr. But to be honest with you, Anthony Starr was the main character of of the show. There was a lot of main characters of the show almost. I mean, there's a lot of just almost uh, uh they they tried to focus in on other characters but it just didn't work um the 
I'll give it this. Whenever Anthony Starr is in the show, steals it. Steals it. Like, you know how he loved the Anthony Starr acting that he did in Banshee with all the facial expressions and the just the things that he would say without talking, right? I mean, times that by 10. And, I mean, he killed it in uh, American Gothic. Or, uh, American Gotham. But, or, or is it Gothic? Yeah. Gothic. Or, yeah. yeah. Okay, Gothic, right. <laughs> All I know is there was like a tree, it went into a house. I don't know. The graphic was weird. But my point being is um when he wasn't on screen, it you couldn't care less who was. Because <laughs> he just stole it. Like he was so much he was leap years above all the other actors in the show. I mean, the casting wasn't all that great, I would say. You know, except for him. Of course they nailed him, but you know, he, he did have the most difficult role though in out of the entire series and he nailed it. But I mean the mother was hateable and the actress who played the mother was hateable, playing the actress of the mother or the mother of it. Oh, she just sucked. Um ha- half of his brothers and sisters just ugh, just didn't like him. Didn't like the story. I thought the story was corny. Uh how you know, he come on, Don. It was the the killer in the in the series was called the Silver Bells Killer, or the no, I'm sorry, the Silver Bells Strangler, because he left a silver bell behind every victim he killed. I mean, come on, dude, it's just dumb. <laughs> and then they find you know, and then when his you know his all right, well, let's his, not spoil anything. Yeah. Like, come on, be careful. I'm sorry, <laughs> We're I'm trying sorry. to tell people about I'm... it. I just wanted a quick synopsis. <laughs> You're getting into a whole review here. I'm sorry. Bottom... <laughs> should people <Okay>. watch it? <laughs> yes. Bottom line, <laughs> people should watch it for nothing else but Anthony Starr's acting performance. There bottom you, line. There you go. See, so check it out. Like I said, if you have Amazon Prime, which you should, because it's a good service to have. Uh, and you'll get Amazon Video, and it is included on there. So are several seasons of Banshee, by the way. Um, <laughs> and speaking right. of Banshee digitally, uh, Voodoo, uh, which is an online um, ultraviolet kind of streaming app that allows you to stream movies and television shows and everything, they actually are running a big Banshee sale right now, and um, are they have all the seasons on sale for 19.99 each. So just to let everybody know out there uh, quickly, if you listen to this in the month of November. Um, there is uh, a really cool Banshee cell going on on Voodoo, so check that out. Now, is that a permanent download? A permanent digital download? Yep. Nice. I might actually do that, even though I have Cinemax, but why would I do that? But, yeah, well, it's C- just nice Cinemax, to own something. Exactly. I own all the seasons on Blu-ray, so... Um, well, there you go. You know, so, I mean, I like to have my own copies of it, because, yeah, I mean, if you have the Cinemax, it's cool, but I don't plan to keep Cinemax, <laughs> so, you know, the Cinem- I only had Cinemax for Banshee, so... Well, we, we, we still haven't watched Quarry. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Okay. We'll get to that. <laughs> All right, so moving on from Mr. Lucas Hood, we're going to move on forward to Miss Ivana Milosevic, um, who, of course, was our Anastasia, or Carrie Hopewell, on the show, um, who was a great supporter of this podcast. She always retweeted and, and shouted things out for us, which was pretty cool. Um, very nice. Very, very nice. And I would say she's probably uh, the most over, as the word I like to use, um, actress uh, or actor like on the show. Um, she's definitely keeping busy, and um, that's pretty cool. Um, after Banshee, she immediately went over to the Stars Channel, and uh, she she switched uh, primetime premium networks and went over to the Stars Channel, and she stars in the show Power, and um, which I have not seen, but I hear nothing but great things about this show. And I think it's on its fourth season right now, if I'm not mistaken. Um and I have several friends that watch this and are like, dude, I don't know how you don't watch this show. It's so great. So I'm going to be checking out Power for sure, especially now that I know that Carrie is on the show. So um, she plays a character named Karen um, on on there. And I think she just got added this past season after Banshee ended. Um, but this was part of the big breaking news. Um, yesterday I reported that she actually just signed on to join the cast of Gotham. Uh, of course, Gotham is over on Fox, and that is the Batman prequel kind of show. 
uh, set in Gotham City, but uh, Bruce Wayne is not Batman yet. He's like 12 years old, and uh, you know it's kind of a it's a prequel show based around Jim Gordon. Um, but they have a lot of the Batman villains in the show, and Catwoman is one of them. And well, she's not really Catwoman yet. She's another 12 year old little girl. Um, but we're gonna get introduced to Catwoman's mom, and of course that's gonna be Ivana. So that's pretty cool uh, casting news right there that she's gonna join Gotham on a pretty regular basis and be playing um, Selina Kyle's mother on Gotham. So, very cool there to get to see Carrie do some stuff over on Power and on Gotham. Um, uh, the biggest thing for Carrie here, uh, if you kind of look back a little bit, was that she actually was in the very first um, James Bond movie with uh, Daniel Craig. She was in Casino Royale. Um, so that is a big, big deal She that she's a Bond girl. <laughs> and I no had no idea. <laughs> um, because, I mean, yes, I've seen Casino Royale several times, but I hadn't seen Banshee yet, so I was not familiar with her. Um, but, yes, yeah, she, she um, was a very big character in Casino Royale, um, which, like I said, was the very first James Bond movie with Daniel Craig back in 2008. Uh, or no, 2006, sorry. Um, so pretty cool there. Um, other than that, it's, it's a lot of just, you know, TV shows here and there. One of the things that I kind of came across while doing some research on all these people is their agents <laughs> must be, they must, I think a lot of them share agents or something because all of them seem to have popped up on like Hawaii Five O. And like, like random shows for random couple episodes, several of them are on the blacklist. Like it, it's like, huh? Like, I just find that very random that a bunch of Banshee people are popping up on the, on the same shows, obviously in different episodes, not like they're together, you know? So uh, just a little side note there that I kind of came across a little bit of uh, connecting the dots, but thought that was kind of interesting, but yeah. So Ivana doing some pretty cool stuff there, keeping busy. Like I said, on Power and then Gotham coming up later this on their third season. Uh, but check her out in Casino Royale. Pretty pretty uh, interesting there, huh? Well, I'm definitely going to check it out again because I don't... I mean, I've, I I think I've watched it twice and I can't picture her right now. I'm definitely going to have to check it out. And definitely. Mm-hmm. And um, so should you guys, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, so let's go. We, talked, we name-dropped him just a little bit ago, but we're talking about Mr. Kai Proctor himself. Uh, Ulrich Thompson, um, he right now is starring in The Blacklist, and he is doing a lot of episodes of The Blacklist this season. Um, He's playing a character named Alexander Kirk, um, which is something I remember I reported on right after Banshee finished, and I think, uh, I'm not sure if he's shown up in any of the episodes yet this season, but he's going to be in at least 10 episodes this season, so he's doing a lot of work over there on The Blacklist. Um, but like, uh, Link said before, he was in the prequel to the thing, um, which was, you know, uh, which, like I said, I, I enjoyed a lot. So I, I really dug that. And, um, and he was in the, um, video game movie, uh, turned movie, um, Hitman, uh, which was, uh, he, he was one of the villains in that as well, which same thing. I mean, I saw Hitman, but I don't remember <laughs> him in this, um, I... Yeah, it was one of those movies I kind of... Yeah. Uh, I'm a huge, huge Timothy Olyphant fan. I've always have been, like, for a long time. And when I seen that movie, I was... Moving on. But yeah, he's in there. That's <laughs> he's, a villain. He's in there. So yeah. you, that's where you can check him out. But if you're looking for something current, like I said, check out The Blacklist over on NBC with James Spader. I believe they're in the fourth season right now. So uh, check that out. Or no, it might be a third season. Um, so check that out. He's over there a lot. <laughs> um, moving. What is The Blacklist about, though, uh, John? The, I, I haven't watched it. The Blacklist is uh, basically a list of villains, so to speak. Uh, it, it's the government's most wanted criminals. Uh, they're on a blacklist. And it's uh, a show basically about this government group that's trying to hunt down all of the people on the blacklist uh james spader 
plays um, a guy who is, I think, I think he's number one on the blacklist. Like he's the most wanted guy. Um, oh, but he kind of goes to one of the cops on the team in the first season and says, if you know, if you don't arrest me, like I'll work with you and I'll help you catch all the other people on the blacklist. So he kind of like becomes like this snitch, so to speak, like, um, but it, but not at the same time, but like he, he helps them bust other people on the blacklist because he, since he's so high up in the organization, he knows everybody, you know, like he knows, like he can help the cops because he tells them, you know, like, okay, so here's this guy, this is what he's big at. This is the way he works. This is what he does. And he, he has insight on everything. And then... Um, but a lot of the show is a lot of intrigue too, where you're wondering like, why did he just go to this one girl cop? You know, like what, what is she to him? Like, why is he only work with her? You know, like there's a lot more to it too. Um, I really liked the show. I was really big into it in the first season. And then the second season, we only watched a couple episodes of, and then we got way behind. And then now the third season started and we never even finished the second one. But, um, it's definitely a show I want to go back to and, and, and finish and get caught up on because it's a, it is a really, really good show and you can now watch the first couple seasons on Netflix. So it's available to check out and get yeah. caught up on. Um, but yeah, I mean, James Spader is incredible on this show and, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really, really interesting. Each episode pretty much revolves around, you know, number 75 on the blacklist and then they tell you who the character is and then that's who they're going after that episode you know so it's all about trying to find all these people on this blacklist right on so uh I, i'm not sh i i thought when originally when um ulrich thompson got hired for the blacklist that he was going to be one of the big bads that's on the blacklist and he might be but he's on so many episodes i'm starting to think he's playing a different character now because usually you know if you're just somebody that's on the list, you don't stick around for that many <laughs> episodes. But, uh, you know, we'll gotcha. see. Um, so moving on to our next character, we're going to go with uh, Frankie Faison, who, of course, was our boy Sugar, Sugar Bates, um, over there running the bar. And, um, you know, he's popped up a lot. I mean, he's one of the only characters, I think, on Banshee that... When I saw him, I was like, hey, I've seen that guy before <laughs> from, like, other things because he just has one of those faces that you're like, ah, I know I've seen this dude, like, on other stuff before. Um, I knew it. The Wire. I knew it. <laughs> yep. The Wire uh, is one of the big, big ones for him. Um, he's done a lot of movies and stuff, too. Um, but the most current thing that he's done, and this is where you can spot him right now, is on Luke Cage. And Luke Cage is the latest in the Marvel Netflix series that Netflix does. It started with Daredevil and did Jessica Jones, Daredevil Season 2, and now Luke Cage. Um, he plays Pop um, on it. Who He runs like a barbershop that Luke Cage works at. He's a really good friend of Luke Cage, kind of like a father figure. And um, it was cool, man. You know, like I love Luke Cage. I'm a big Marvel fan. You know, if you listen to him on the air, you know I'm into all the superhero kind of stuff. And um, it was really cool to see Sugar uh, pop up here. And we got another Banshee alumni that we'll talk about a little bit later that's also going to be popping up in the same Netflix Marvel world. So I'm, I'm glad that they're heading to... Uh, you know, bring on some of these these good Banshee characters to uh, to the Netflix shows. So look for uh, Pop over there, Mr. Uh, Frankie Faison over on Luke Cage. Right. Um, Do you remember him in The Wire now? Uh, I mean, I don't like remember. A bell went off. <laughs> well, when I seen that, when I seen his credits, um, I just seen The Wire, and I'm like, that's where I know him from because I love The Wire. Love, love, love the wire. I mean, I, I binge watched it twice over. I love it so much. You know, as soon as the last episode ended, I went back to the first one and redid it. You know, that's so much. That's how, that's how great that show was. Um, I I can't remember exactly what his uh, character was, but he was he was he was in it. I think he was a cop. I believe. Yeah, I I, I want to say he was a one of the cops. Yeah, but um, don't quote me on that. But I that's just what I want to say <laughs> off the top of my head right now that's what I want to say I could be wrong could be wrong I'm actually trying to find out if I am 
<laughs> but but uh, don't wait up for me. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to move on to our next guy. It's Mr. Uh, Matt Servito over here, who, of course, is, is uh, Brock Lotus. And uh, he's another character that I'm kind of like, man, I feel like I saw, but I couldn't really put a face to it. And, oh, I knew right um, away. But, yeah, his biggest thing is obviously he was on The Sopranos <laughs> for, yeah. I think, the whole entire season, the whole entire series. Uh, basically from 99 to 2007. So, um, yeah, so The Sopranos being the very big thing. It's funny, he's also on a TV series that I literally just learned about yesterday, and I didn't even know when I learned about it yesterday that he was even on it until just today, (laughs) which is a TV series called Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell. (laughs) <laughs> that's what the tv series is called <laughs> that's what the, that's what the show is called it's called your pretty face is going to hell and wow. he plays satan <laughs> wow awesome and uh yeah i believe it's on like adult swim like cartoon network like adult swim um and, but it's a sense. but it's a live action show and he plays satan um so very cool, and I, you know, I've I saw a picture of him as Satan, and I would have no idea that that was him because of the makeup and everything. <laughs> but uh, it's pretty crazy. Oh, they they dress him up as like horns and a tail, red well, or anything. No, he's, or... he's dressed like a normal dude, but he has horns and he's all red. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, <laughs> and he has a full head of hair, so that means that throws it off too. <laughs> yeah, that would definitely throw you off. Yep, yep. Um, so yeah, so you know, but um, you know, other other than than those couple of things, those those are the big things that kind of stand out for him. He's gonna do an episode of Billions on the new season coming up on Showtime, which I love the first season of Billions. I really really dug that show, so I'm looking forward to see Brock show up. It looks like he's only scheduled for one episode right now. Hopefully he'll get to do a little bit more, uh, but he's scheduled for that next season. Um, he also was on a couple episodes of The Blacklist, so here's where you start to see a little bit of the connection right there. Um, but yeah, so so that's that's basically the main things there. He's not doing really. He's got a couple movies in production, but nothing really else new other than your pretty face is going to hell and an episode of Billions. So, um, I, I love the name of that show. <laughs> yeah. Dude, and it's funny because you know how I found out about it last night? is I was messing around with the stupid filters on Snapchat, and that was one of the filters was it put the horns on my head and it said in the corner of the picture, your pretty face is going to hell. <laughs> and oh, no I was kidding. like, and I was like, what is this, and why are they promoting this on Snapchat? And uh, now I see that it was actually making me Matt Servito. So <laughs> that's so odd. <laughs> and you have like a beard and everything too, don't you? Or not, not, not like a, not like you know a Brock beard or anything, but you got some facial hair, do you? Yeah. So you know, it's, it's uh, interesting. I'm gonna right actually, right send, right I'm gonna live on the air right now. I'm going to send you this picture. So you can have an idea of uh, your pretty face is going to hell. And, uh, well, while you do that, I did. I I remembered the you know the cobwebs had you know I had to push some away, but he was the commissioner in the wire. The the you know the uh, you know the uh, city of Baltimore's uh, police commissioner in the wire for all six seasons. Every episode he was in it. That's where I knew him from. There you go. It's just weird seeing him in a uh, full, you know, cop commissioner outfit type of thing. Right. You know. I hear you. That's where I knew him (laughs) So there there it is. There you go. Uh, We're going to move on to uh, Mr. Hoon Lee now, who, of course, is one of our favorite, you know, guys. Uh, Job. Number one. You know, Banshee, Pennsylvania, suck my tit. Um, so, uh, Hoon, um, hasn't done much since Banshee has gone off. Um, he did just sign on and it's not even listed on his credentials. Um, but I did. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> did you get the, is that the picture? Yeah, I got the picture. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Couldn't hold that in. I'm sorry. <laughs> Great pick, Tom. <laughs> And in the corner of it, it says your pretty face is going straight down. Yeah, that's great. Uh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> they, they are some, they are some wicked looking horns. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what it looks like. 
Um, so Hoon hasn't done much on Banshee uh, since Banshee, but like I said, he did just sign on um, to be uh, a character in the second season of another Cinemax show called Outcast. Now Outcast started um, pretty soon after Banshee ended um, from Robert Kirkman, who of course you all know from your other show. <laughs> and um another horror uh, you know horror type show over here uh, on Cinemax called Outcast and I watched the first episode and I thought it was okay and I had plans to finish the season um but one of my very good friends that has pretty similar taste to me finished the season and then told me don't waste your time it's not that great um so i i ended up deleting it off my dvr now i might give it a whirl in the second season i might just try to jump in straight to the second season uh if hoon's gonna be on it because i do you know would like to support him and see him pop up on something else but uh we'll have to wait and see on that but the funny thing is that he is still doing currently that he's been doing for many years now is he is the voice of Master Splinter on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon. Get out. He is. Is he really? From 2012 to 2016, um, he's still doing it. He is Master Splinter. He does the voice of Splinter on all the episodes of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon show. So, pretty cool. I had no idea about that. (laughs) I uh, I should have known because that's one of my guilty pleasures. I tell no one I watch. (laughs) (laughs) I've been a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fan my whole entire life, and I will keep on being one. <laughs> I don't care what people think. <laughs> that's funny. But that's, I should, I, now I feel dumb, I should know that. Hey, I'm sure it'd be pretty hard to tell when he's all, hey, Master Splinter. <laughs> you know, that is true. It's not going gonna to sound like Job. <laughs> so I, I don't blame yeah. you for not figuring that one out. I don't think Split. yeah, I don't remember Splinter saying suck my tit to Michelangelo. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but of course, Job has also done The Blacklist. He was a, he was uh, actually one of the people on The Blacklist. He was number 83 uh, Mako Tanida on the blacklist, so that's pretty cool. I'm gonna have to probably go. I'm gonna maybe go just find that episode and watch it just to see that one with him. Um, you Mako know, Tunida. Mako Tunida, number eighty-three, uh, and it looks like that was probably from the first season because it was 2014. So check oh. that one out. Um, he also did an episode of Hawaii Five-O, which I told you they all seem to pop up on. Um, so between the Blacklist and Hawaii Five-O, most of Banshee has popped up on these shows. Um, he also did an episode of Bosch, which is a show that's still currently going. Uh, it's an Amazon-exclusive show um, that actually just got picked up for a new season. So, um, But he looks like he only did one episode on that. Um, but yeah, other than that, not much else. So it looks like he's just going to be Master Splinter for now <laughs> until he does... Um, that second season of Outcast. So yeah. I would love to see him pop up in more, man. Love Job, love Hoonley. So like, like hopefully he gets some more work there. Yeah. Um, let's move on to our beautiful little Amish girl. I'm talking Lily Simmons. Mm. <laughs> love it. Uh, <laughs> that was a big old smoocheroo, huh? God, she's just so fine. <laughs> um, but, you know, so uh, she, um, you know. She's doing some stuff. Uh, Banshee ended. She um, is currently on the new HBO show Westworld, which is HBO's newest and biggest and greatest show, um, I which I have so not much st- about this, uh, which I have not started yet. Um, I need to. They are all on my DVR. I think they're. It's been on for five episodes already. I hate when I fall behind that far because then it gets really hard to catch up. But. Um, you know, I am looking forward to getting into Westworld. I've heard nothing but good things, and uh, look, I'm really glad to know that she joined the cast of this. So, um, looking forward to seeing her in that. Um, but that's pretty much all she has lined up since Banshee. But before that, she is a reoccurring character that pops up all the time on Hawaii Five-O, which I <laughs> talked about earlier. Get right out of town. Which is, she's actually the first <laughs> one that when I started watching Banshee, like I, I've watched Hawaii Five-O. This is one of my guilty pleasures. I've been watching Hawaii Five-O uh, all seven seasons um, that it's been on. And, um, and uh, I, I was watching it one day and she popped up and I'm like, where the hell did she come from? I was like, Hey, it's, it's my Amish girl. Um, but she's popped up several times since she's actually the on off again, girlfriend of one of the main cops on the show. So that's pretty cool. I wish she was on more. 
Um, but she was, she's been on several times, a you know, big handful of times within the last couple of years. So that's pretty cool. Uh, she also was in this little movie called Bone Tomahawk that came out last year with uh, Kurt Russell. It was a little Western movie that he did. And it actually got really, really good reviews. Um, and uh, she is not the only Banshee person that is in that show, in that movie too. So um, we'll talk about that when we get to it. But, um, you know, pretty cool, once again, to see that connection. She also, well, and I'm going to throw this to you because you reference this show all the time because yeah. I do not remember her on this, but she did it. She was in a couple episodes of True Detective season one. Yep, I can tell you every scene she was in <laughs> and what she did and what she what she did. Oh boy, what she do? She was the T-Mobile girl, man, across the uh, street from the bar that Woody Harrelson yes. was sneaking off to See? when he was trying to be the good, uh, you know, husband and everything else and yeah he wasn't well he, i only i only remember the other girl but um but, uh, you know but, <laughs> the, the other 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 girl the other, other <laughs> but uh yeah. good to know she was in that uh you know that mm-hmm. I was i was shocked to see um true detective pop up on the credits but once again i wouldn't know i saw that before i saw banshee so uh, i wouldn't have made that connection so um but pretty cool because that was a you know big deal there for her um so there you have it on Lily. If you want to see her in upcoming things, definitely check out Westworld, um, Y five O and, uh, yeah. So Lily Simmons, um, real quick, we're just going to touch on Matthew Rauch, of course, who was Burton. Um, he once again is another one that is not doing very much. So not a time to be spent here. Um, he actually, after leaving Banshee, he, reprised the role over on Blue Bloods, which is a show over on CBS. Um, it's a cop show that's been on for for a long time now with Tom Selleck and Donnie Wahlberg. Oh, that's why I have never seen it. Yeah, but he he's a character that seems to <laughs> pop up like once a year on this show. Like he's he was on 2011, 2012, 2013, and 2016 as the same character. So he's obviously some reoccurring guy, but he only pops up once or so a year. So I wouldn't go looking on Blue Bloods to find him uh, other than once a year. Um, but it, that's been it since Banshee has ended. Um, so not much going on there uh, for Mr. Burton himself. Uh, he did have a very small role in The Wolf of Wall Street the Leonardo DiCaprio movie that won an Oscar. So that's pretty cool. That was a, it's a, a good little, uh, you know, credit there to his uh, stuff. Um, but yeah, other than that, not too much there for Mr. Matthew Rauch. Hope to see him do some more. Well, and believe it or not, Matthew Rauch's uh, uh, origin, you know, where he came from was a Shakespearean actor on Broadway. Did you know that? I did not. Yeah, he was a he's a very good, very well known, uh, you know, one of those uh, actors that is always on Broadway doing some sort of a Shakespeare play. Yeah, <laughs> very cool. Kind of seems like the kind of guy would, doesn't he? <laughs> now that you think about it. Um, no, I wouldn't have guessed that. No, no, uh, not at all. Just seems like that <laughs> very refined kind of. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> but yeah, that, that that that's his. That's where he cut his teeth, in, as far as I can go. <clears throat> well, let's talk about Mister Hopewell real quick. Uh, Russ Blackwell, uh, who of course was, uh, you know, Mister Sad Face and always mad because Carrie didn't want to be with him. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> I mean, that she wanted can you blame his... him? I'd be upset too if she wouldn't be with me. Um, he is. Uh, he, you know, he was on an episode of The Walking Dead. Yes, I remember that. Just last he year. He didn't last very long. Or actually, this, <laughs> this current year, um, he played a guy named Donnie. <laughs> so, very cool. He also did a couple episodes of Homeland uh, back in 2015. He was in Ant-Man, which I'm, I need to f- go spot him now uh, in Ant-Man because I saw Ant-Man after Banshee, and I do not remember him being in Ant-Man. Uh, but he's yeah. just listed purely as superior officer, so he must not have had a very big role. Yeah, he, he was probably a he, cop at the station that said one line real quick and walked off the screen. Um, he, he might as well be guy number two. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's not as bad as his role in The Hunger Games, Mocking Jay Part 1, where he's listed as the D-13 systems operator. 
Ah, I mean, we all remember that. <laughs> I only remember the Who? D14 systems operator, so I didn't. I See, I forgot that. Same okay. here. So, so you know that that sucks. <laughs> I've never seen any of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know he, uh, yeah, you know a lot of just TV shows here, here and there. Um, but he is working currently on a new TV miniseries that is currently filming called um, Six, and he's playing a Commander Atkins on this new miniseries that um, don't know much else about, uh, but um, that's where you'll be able to find him. So we'll move on from Russ there. Um, somebody who we didn't get to know for all four seasons, but had a very big role in the first two seasons, um, is Mr. Demetrius Gross, uh, who of course played Deputy Emmett, um, you know, who had a very sad demise at the end of the second season of Banshee. Uh, as we say goodbye to him, but he's done a good handful of things. Number one, he's joining our little Lily over there on Westworld. He's done several episodes of Westworld, so he also can be found over on HBO. My, you know, uh, just just my excitement for this Westworld is just getting just growing by the <laughs> second, Don. So, what is your Jeez. excuse? Why have you not started this yet? Uh, I've been working doubles a lot. Okay. That's, I was just curious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't really have one. I just, it's low well, yeah, well, my well, DVR potential. Huh? <laughs> I, I, I watch 500 shows a week and I just haven't had time for it. <laughs> That's my excuse. Hey, he was straight out of Compton. I watched. He was no, in straight out of Compton. He was uh, in Justified. Isn't that a show you watch too? I watched every episode from there beginning to end. All episodes of Justified. He was in there. He was? Uh, yeah. No, he was in 13 episodes, but he was in all 13 of those episodes. <laughs> oh, uh, trying. That's a lot of episodes for him to be in. Yeah, for me not to recognize him. That's pretty... Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to see Guy Walks Into a Bar 2012. Errol? Errol? Errol. Errol, Errol was the character Errol. he played. E-R-R-O-L. That does... Yeah. I would have to watch it again to point it out, to be honest. Um, not. I mean, and you would think I would pretty much be able to pick him out uh, of from the show Justified. Trust me, and I can't. Yeah, nope. exactly. Um, but you oh, know... <laughs> okay. I think he that was him. Ah, <laughs> oh, no kidding. That was him. That's oh. awesome. Now, look, when you if, if you watch Justified and you and you go looking for Errol, he don't look anything like he does in Banshee, man. All right, now I got to look it up. <laughs> uh... You'll start laughing when you see him. <laughs> I didn't know that was him. No kidding. But now that I think about it, yeah, it's him. It but... looks just like him. What do you mean? He, he looks exactly the same. Uh, now when he starts picture, talking, well, maybe not when he's talking, but every picture I'm looking at right now, I'm just well, like, That's you know, him. the the voice tips me off most of the time. Mm. He's he's got the southern, you know, mountain draw thing down. <laughs> yeah. well, I'll tell you a real good movie he did earlier this year was Thirteen Hours. The Secret Soldiers of Benghazi. Um, that movie is incredible, and he's in it, and he, I do remember him in it, and he was very, very good in it. And uh, I remember when I watched it in the theater, I said, "Hey, there's Emmett." Um, but uh, it's a it's a great, great movie. If you have not seen Thirteen Hours, definitely check it out. Um, very, very good movie based on the true story over there. So, uh, so yeah, so you can check him out in 13 Hours, which is now on Blu-ray and everything, um, but look for him on Westworld to see uh, where he's at here in something new. Uh, we're going to move on to our lovely Siobhan. Yes, Trist Kelly Dunn, who is also somebody that did a lot of retweeting for us on the podcast. Um, she's retweeted me and favorited a lot of my tweets because I always give her love when I see her on a show that I watch. Which lately I feel like she's popping up all over the damn place. Um, because she, um, of course, uh, after she so was so taken away from us in, oh, <laughs> in Banshee from our damn Chayton. Um, she was taken from us <laughs> and then she did a couple other little shows here and there. She did an episode of Royal Pains and she did an episode of The Good Wife. Um, she pops up a lot on Blind Spot 
And I'm a big fan of Blindspot. I think it's a great show. And I remember when she popped up the first time, I was like, yes! And I was hoping they'd use her more often. She pops up on several episodes. Uh, even in the beginning of the second season, which just started about a month ago, uh, she popped up right away again. So she's in this season too. So I'm glad that she's reoccurring over on Blindspot. Um, I was also checking out one of the new shows uh, that just started this season, which is called Bull. And um, she um, did an episode of Bull. Uh, she was a character that was, uh, you know, in court uh, that Bull was representing. And um, she was a captain of an airplane that had crashed and, and she was on trial for it. Uh, she was great on Bull. So it's good to see her pop up and kind of keeping busy. She's doing a couple movies right now, too. But, uh, yeah, it's always great to see Trace Kelly Dunn pop up here and there. I was so sad to see her go. We were all very, very sad to see her go. Um, we're going to move on to Mr. Tom Pelfrey, who played uh, Kurt Bunker. Um, you know, Kurt was added at the very end there of that season three and then finished out in season four. Um, has not done very much at all. This guy actually was a soap opera star. He was on Guiding Light and he was on As the World Turns. So he oh, was, yeah, he was. A big sp- I mean, yeah. Big, big soap opera star. Uh, and then Banshee was kind of the big kickoff for him. Um, but as I said earlier with our boy Frankie Faison, uh, Sugar, popping up over there on Luke Cage, um, I told you there was somebody else going to be joining that Marvel Netflix world, and that's Mr. Tom Pelfrey right here. He is currently filming Iron Fist, and he's going to be a big character over on Iron Fist, um, which is set to debut on Netflix in March of 2017 so uh that is the next marvel netflix show that to set to debut um you know uh early next year he's not the main star of it no but he is a supporting character on it that should be pretty much around for most of the season hopefully unless they swerve us and kill him off real quick but uh, (laughs) but you know (laughs) my my assumption is that he'll be around for a bit he is playing one of the main characters in the show but he he's not iron fist (laughs) but uh you know but he's in the show and if you watch the trailer for iron fist you can definitely catch him in it uh for sure so i'm excited about that uh because i really enjoy enjoyed the character of Bunker, and I think that him joining that Marvel Netflix world is a great addition, uh, for sure. Definitely agree with you there. Uh, real quick, we'll touch on, we just talked about him, he's a bastard because he killed Siobhan, but we're talking about Chain, Chain Littlestone. It was awesome, I don't know if you know this, Don, but uh, Chayton did a, uh, did a uh, sounder intro for our uh, uh, Way Off Topic uh, I know show. I did, punk. Oh. Sorry, chain. The chain right here. My my oh my bad. Chain, my bad. chain, chain, <laughs> stone. That's I'm, right. I'm not doing I'm not doing much right now, but I just want to tell y'all that I really enjoy my time in Banshee. Um, but yeah, in all seriousness, um, Gino, Gino Seggers, <laughs> um, he, um. He, right now, is just doing a couple of other TV show stuff. He is the other character, though, that I was telling you about, that Lily Simmons did that little movie, the little Western movie with uh, Kurt Russell called Bone Tomahawk. He is in that movie as well. I really Um, want to see that. Yeah, so, and I believe it's on Amazon right now uh, for free on Amazon Video. So, um check out Bone Tomahawk to see him there. He did an episode of Longmire over on Netflix. Um, he's doing an episode of From Dust Till Dawn, the TV series, by the way, um, which I well, really well, want to well. get into. Um, what's From that? Dust Till Dawn, the TV series. Yes. You remember the movie From Dust Till Dawn? Of course I do. Of course. I one, yeah, one of the greatest movies ever. Um, they, oh, yeah, well. they they basically turned it into a television show and it's on its like fourth season right now. Oh, does like <laughs> Cheech have like seven different uh, roles in it? No, I don't think Cheech is even on it. It's all recast. <sighs> like, okay. the, obviously, they didn't get George Clooney or anybody to come to it. Yeah, it was a, it was a joke just <laughs> yeah, because no. the movie Cheech was like five different characters. <laughs> we got black oh. pussy, white pussy, Mexican pussy. <laughs> Snapping pussy. <laughs> Hey, we have a new one. Apple Pie. Anywhere else? (laughs) Fuck it. Yeah. 
Uh, so yeah, so there is a From <laughs> Dust Till Dawn TV series. You can watch the first several seasons actually on Netflix because uh, the show airs on the El Rey Network, which not a lot of people have. Um, but it looks really good, and I do want to watch it, especially now that the, the all the other seasons are on Netflix. I definitely want to get into it. It's executive produced by Robert Rodriguez, who made the movie, so uh, he's definitely still oh. got a lot of focus and pull on it, and it's supposed to be very good in that same vein. Um, but he's going to be on, I, I don't know if he's been, if they've already shown his episode or he's in the upcoming season, but he's coming up on that. Um, he's currently filming a movie called Brawl in Cell Block 99, which is a movie I've actually talked about before on Am I on the Air. Uh, it's a big action movie that they're doing right now um, with uh, Vince Vaughn, actually, and um, it's got Jennifer Carpenter in there and Don Johnson's in it, and um, it's it's this whole big thing, like, in this prison, um, and it comes out, uh, let's see, yeah, a former boxer turned drug runner lands in a prison battleground after a deal gets deadly. Um, it's an action crime thriller. Once again, it's called Brawl in Cell Block 99, so they're currently filming that right now, and he's actually a part of that. Uh, so that's going to be something you can see him in next year um other than that like i said check out bone tomahawk and from dust till dawn the television series um and let's uh chris coy over there you know shout out to chris coy uh the other the other bunker um over there uh calvin bunker um he is working on a new television series called the deuce Good to hear that he's doing something. He is. Uh, he's he's looks like he's a main character on that. He's been doing every episode of this new show called The Deuce, um, and um, so that's cool. Uh, he was also on The Walking Dead. Do you remember him on that? Yeah, he was uh, Martin. Martin, exactly. Apparently. So, <laughs> so you don't remember him, or are you just reading the shit? <laughs> I'm looking at it on IMDb with you, brother. <laughs> I, I, he does not uh, stand out to me. The name doesn't stand out. And, um, you know, uh, that, that that show has... Yeah, let's just move on. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, he made it through 2014 and 2015 on the show, so he was around for a bit. So, uh, you know, it <clears throat> yeah, wasn't well, a one and think, done. Uh, Martin, he must have been... Uh, I don't know. I, <laughs> but in any case uh so you can see him on there um and like i said upcoming the new show the deuce um where he plays paul hendrickson and what the deuce on the deuce <laughs> and uh <laughs> lastly here i gotta talk about my beautiful my beautiful odette annabelle um who of course was nola long shadow oh. um my beautiful beautiful princess um who uh is currently can be seen on your televisions now uh on the brand new cbs show pure genius um this is a new show that actually it just started about a week ago i think they've only aired two episodes of this so far and um she uh plays dr zoe brockett and uh it actually looks like a pretty decent show now i don't watch it and i don't i it's hard for me to get into medical shows um, they're very hard to cinch me into, but if I was to watch a medical show, this looks like one I'd watch because it's a advanced kind of futuristic hospital that they work at, uh, that this genius guy opened, um, and they have all this high tech technology and like the, you know, the big, like minority report kind of touch screens to move the, you know, the, the views around, oh, and you got the x-rays and all kinds of crazy shit like I'm on the screens and they, he, you know, it's like this billionaire guy that's super genius. He just, he built it and opened it up to help find cures for disease and all kinds of stuff. And it actually looks pretty interesting. Like I said, it's just hard for me to get into medical shows, but she's one of the main doctors on the show. So congratulations to her. I hope the show does really well um, as it just is now getting started. Um, she popped up on, on several episodes of The Grinder uh, last year, which I loved The Grinder. I was so sad when the show got canceled. Now, the thing is, I don't fucking remember her on The Grinder, like, at all. But she was on three episodes of the show. And I hey. cannot recall her on this, like, at all. Because I know her, I love her, and I think I remember her, her popping up. But I don't recall it at all. Um, but 
the grinder's super funny, and you can watch it on Hulu, you can watch it on Netflix if you missed it. Even though it's canceled, it was a funny, fun, fun little half-hour comedy sitcom with Rob Lowe and uh, Fred Savage, and it was really, really good, so definitely check that out. Um, she was on another TV show, The Astronaut Wives Club. That actually got canceled, um, but she did uh, a whole season of that. Um, and yeah, House. So, well, she was, yeah, before that, we're going back now, before Banshee. Uh, oh, she, I see she every episode on, of House. She was on House for quite some time. And, um, you know, she did several movies. The thing that I remember her from originally was Cloverfield. She was the main girl in Cloverfield. And I remember watching that movie and being like, who is this chick? And then when I watched, so she was one I was aware of that when I watched Banshee and she popped up, I was like, oh, hell yeah, this is chick from Cloverfield. I was like, that's awesome. Um, so that was really, really cool to see her there, um, pop up, um, you know what? She was actually a kid in Kindergarten Cop, also, which is really really, really cool. I mean, obviously, I'm a cop, probably... you idiot. <laughs> it's not a tumor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Detective John Kimball. I'm a cop, you idiot. <laughs> now, who's your daddy, and what does he do? <laughs> I'm going to ask you a few questions. I want to have them answered immediately. Who is your daddy, and what does he do? <laughs> Um, so yeah, Kindergarten Cop. She was one of the kids in there. Um, so pretty cool. Man. Oh, Rosa, of course. I remember Rosa. You know, so uh, and she did oh, a, yeah. she did this little horror movie called The Unborn, uh, which wasn't that great of a movie, but she was super sexy in it. So I appreciated The Unborn. Um, <laughs> and hey, uh, I mean, I mean, I've been known to watch movies just for the the sheer you know <laughs> pleasure of who's in it and what they look like i mean eon flux is probably the worst movie ever made <laughs> and i've probably seen it 20 times <laughs> exactly um yeah watch it you'll find out why <laughs> so that's that's your main cast there i mean that's what everybody's kind of up to that's where they're going it's a little bit of what they've done if you wanted to kind of go back a little bit it's always fun to go back and kind of catch some of these things and see people in different lights and different roles see kind of how they come across it's it's always pretty interesting and uh lastly you know basically if you're looking to just see what is the the real smart people behind the camera <laughs> that do Banshee uh, all four seasons and created it and worked on it and produced it. What are they doing next? Well, we talked about it before on the show. We'll mention it once again because the show's currently airing now on Cinemax, and that's Quarry. Quarry is the latest show from the producers and creators of Banshee. Uh, it's also on Cinemax, and uh, it's been going on now for about seven episodes, and um, somehow me and uh, Lynx over here have completely missed the boat and haven't started it. Um, I want to. I've heard nothing but great things about this show. They're all the episodes. All the episodes are on my DVR. I just have not had the chance to get into it and watch it. Because what happened is this started and then like the new TV season started like right after it. And it's like, so all my normal programming came back, which kind of took away from getting into Quarry. I want to see it. We will see it, and um, I'm sure we'll talk about it. But uh, that's what they're up to right now. And and I've heard several people say, "Man, if you like Banshee, you're gonna like Quarry." So I hope so. And I got my fingers crossed on it. Even though the show's set in the '70s, and I hate shows that are time sensitive, <laughs> I but I will I will give it a fair shake. And, it's so uh, funny that it like. You bust my balls about the, <laughs> my movie habits and what I like to watch or whatever, but but because it's in the seventies, you won't <laughs> you're, you're like turned off by it right away. I, I'm turned off by pretty much anything dated earlier than the eighties. Wow, so it just oh. I don't know, man. I mean, seventies I can kind of deal with a little bit, but the farther back you go, the more I hate it. So. Um, it's just hey. one of those things, man. I like to, I like to go to the future. I don't like to go backwards. So, and, and in my top three movies is War of the Worlds from the fifties. So yeah. there you go. And I like the War of the Worlds remake because I don't want to watch the old one. And I hate Tom Cruise because of that remake. <laughs> Tom Cruise is awesome. And and they killed Tim Robbins, and I got a problem with that with any movie that kills Tim Robbins. Mystic River, I gave a pass because the movie was so damn good, but I just didn't like that scene. Oh, really wish somebody would stop Sean Penn from killing him. He didn't do it. Well, anyway. 
with that being said, <laughs> that's our Where Are They Now Banshee edition um, here on Welcome to Banshee. So we hope you all have enjoyed a little catch-up time and uh, a little just uh, inform- you know, informative little episode here uh, to let you know uh, where some of your characters are and what they're doing and what they're going to be doing. Um, we'll, of course, always keep you posted on the Twitter page, so make sure you continue to follow us at Welcome to Banshee with the number two. So welcome to Banshee. Um, make sure you follow us on Twitter. You can follow my boy over here at L. Is it L I N K Z now, or is it still L-I-N-K-Z? no? No, it's uh, it's L L N K Z. Just when you look at it, it's a lowercase L, so it looks <laughs> like an uppercase I. I swear, I looked at it the other day, and I thought you changed it because it looked like it's actually said L I N K Z now. Um, ah, hey. it's a little bit a little bit of trickery, but it's a really bit of trickery, out. But yeah, L L N K Z. Over on Twitter, you can follow me on Twitter at DXDonMega. And, uh, of course, check out our other podcasts. We've got a lot of stuff going on. Um, links, tell them about your couple shows, what you got going. Where can they follow that? Well, uh, first off, uh, the side project that I'm doing with my buddy Pez, uh, that's uh, Chris Pez without the vowels <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, well, or, uh, Way Off Topic with Frank and Pez. That's uh, uh, Way Off Topic WFMP on Twitter. And um, also, um, uh, next week, Don, we'll be celebrating our two-year anniversary of uh, the ISCP podcast. The Indie Sports Car Podcast is now the number one uh, indie car podcast in the world. And just found out that Mr. David Letterman is a, uh, has been a year-long listener now. What? So that's pretty cool to hear, man. That's amazing. Uh, that's what I said. <laughs> I didn't believe it at first, but, uh, you know, from the man telling me it, uh, I cannot, uh, he is a, he is a, I believe him a hundred percent, believe him a hundred percent. I really can't say why, because eh, a media, any car media, I can't really say why, <laughs> because I'd be spoiling something that I cannot tell anybody about. But my point being is I, in between all that, I found out that Mr. David Letterman, is a listener of the Indy Sports Car Podcast because he is part owner of a Indy Car team with Bobby Rahal. Wow. So, RLL. There you Ray go, Hall dropping knowledge Atlanta. on y'all. That's pretty awesome. I yeah, didn't even yeah. know that. He just dropped a bombshell on me. Oh, awesome. I just found out a week and a half ago, brother. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how you don't come at me like immediately with that news, but uh, a week and a half seems like a long time for you to not mention that but uh, <laughs> uh well uh, don again what's i don't even know what today's date is the, you have the, time the to send me 10 videos of sock puppets but you don't <laughs> but you can't tell me that fucking david letterman listens to the show it makes no well, sense i mean your it, priorities you know, are very skewed my friend you have no idea <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it's just something that came up because I don't normally talk about my uh, in, in my IndyCar podcast with anybody that I'm really friends with because nobody's an IndyCar fan, you know? <laughs> you know, all the people that I talk about the show with are <clears throat> fans of the show, and we have a lot of them, you know, and love all of them, so love all you guys. And, uh, you know, a lot of them have come over and supported uh, the Way Off Topic show, too, so really appreciate that and uh on the way off topic show where we uh we kind of do uh non-topic and we do a topic and right now we're doing stranger things and we've been doing that and we have uh two more episodes to go on that one so yep and before that one's in the bag so yeah hopefully they'll finish that before season two starts so <laughs> maybe maybe not <laughs> at, this pace, at this pace i can't but, guarantee hey, it but, no uh, i can't either you know but, i mean i thought alien anthology was going to take for oh god off that <clears throat> but it was a lot of fun. So there you go. couple podcasts that he's running over there. The Indie Sports Car Podcast. Congratulations on all that. And, of course, Way Off Topic with Frank and Pez. Uh, both available on RedDragonsRadio.com. Make sure you follow on Twitter at RedDragonsRadio. And for myself, um, like I said, um, I host Am I on the Air? 
your weekly stop shop for all the latest and greatest in entertainment news, television, movies, reviews. Uh, follow on Twitter at Am I on the Air, and make sure you listen to amiontheair.com. Also on reddragonsradio.com uh, to listen to that podcast. Uh, also hosting uh, Red Dragons Assemble, usually about once a month that's up, and that's available also on reddragonsradio.com. So we are all over the interwebs. We pop up here and there. Uh, you'll see some crossover stuff, and, uh, you know, we try to keep it in the fam uh, over here. So thanks. You know, and uh, you have to mention, dude, you have a great segment on Am I on the Air? <laughs> that's a recurring segment. I love the segment. I love the show. You know, and uh, you, you got to tell them, Don. Well, I mean, you know, are you talking about rock rolls? <laughs> you know I am, brother. <laughs> so the segment Love he's it. talking about over here is uh, rock rolls, which basically started off as a joke uh, just because every week when I do the show, we're always talking about some kind of project that Dwayne The Rock Johnson has signed on to do or producing or involved with. And it literally is a weekly basis. I have something going on with The Rock. Uh, even did, uh, I have a spinoff uh, podcast called Am I Still on the Air, which is another one I do every once in a while uh, that's also available on reddragonsradio.com. And uh, actually, did, there was so much going on with Rock Rolls that I had to do a whole special Am I Still on the Air, Rock Rolls! Uh! <laughs> and uh, you know, and get that one out there. Uh, just talking about all of the film history of The Rock and everything he's got coming up in the near future. Lots of great stuff going on. So yeah, so we're we're always you know keeping keeping the news funky fresh, and uh, you know maybe David Letterman don't listen, but Arnold Schwarzenegger does every week. <laughs> get to the chopper. <laughs> Oh, you know, Arnold also did a uh, sounder for my way off topic show. That's, crazy. That's, That's awesome. Good, man. That's, uh, he's always around, willing to help help out the team. But, well, uh, and he and he spreads the love, you know. <laughs> got to, got to. But uh, so that, my friends, um, that's going to do it for us here tonight. Thank you so much for uh, joining, listening, uh, coming back to Banshee with us. We're about to ride back out to the sunset, and uh, you know. Yep, about to jump on the hog and take a cruise <laughs> through the countryside to who knows where. I, getting tired of Jersey, I think I might go north. <laughs> going down that lonely road I've ever known. <laughs> so, uh, so thanks again, everybody. Thanks again for your continued support. Keep an eye out for everything else we got going on here on RedDragonsRadio.com. And until uh, next time, y'all. Peace! <laughs>